What's up, sluts? Yo, 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 we're back into house. <laughs> Four weeks later, boys. Yeah, what's up with that? We're back, guys. We're back, and I'm fucking stoked. We're stoked online. We're stoked? Are you sure about that? I think we are. I mean, if you guys aren't, I Sorry. Am. I feel like I really was super loud just then, was I? Yeah, we were, but we, <laughs> we hopefully got that fixed, so well, sorry about that. I'm really excited because this whole episode is going to be dedicated to the one almighty space. space. Welcome to space, 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 There would be no sound in space because of gravity. Yes, and lack of air. Fun fact. Okay, sorry. We so welcome though. First of all, welcome. Yes, welcome. Highly enlightened. Episode eighteen. Please, please be sure to comment, like, subscribe. We're on iTunes. If you're we're on Google. To this, we're on SoundCloud. Yeah, we got this shit unlocked. We got it unlocked. And hey, if you're already listening, just hit the like button for God's sakes. You Do guys, somebody a favor. You guys, this is for real. We're on Google now, so if you search Highly Lightened Podcast on, you know, even just straight up Google search, you will find us. It's that fucking easy. We're there. We are there for you. We got. We are your mommies now. We got 18 weeks of goodness for you to listen to, 18 hours full to let your ears immerse just, and, ex- yes. and enjoy and be sponge-like inside your brain so that way it <laughs> opens your third eye. Get involved. Just soak it up. Highly enlightened, y'all. Be sponge-like. Yes. Okay, but for real, though. For real, though. We got this sweet idea. We've been really reading up on our space game. Well, and okay, for those of you who don't know us personally, let's just fill you in on this fun fact. We love space. We love space. A lot. I love anything that has to do with sci-fi, um... Just even, like, physics or just, like, nerdy-ass documentaries. Just cool shit. Like, um, learning about, you know, gases and space and, like, how things are created and, like... Just the universe in general. And quite frankly, if you talk to me, you'll be annoyed as shit. Because it's very it's often usually... that I bring it up. And you can even ask James. It's the most annoying thing on the planet. Like, we will be talking about something... And more times than not. Totally different. And then for some weird reason, I'll just go on some tangent about some fact about space and how I'm pissed because no one else cares. So that's just a little bit of the backstory here. (coughs) Well, you guys need to start caring about space. There's some sweet (laughs) shit going on right now. Yeah. Uh, We like, okay, so what really got us started off on this is we were just like, watching interstellar and we're like okay that's a cool movie and then you know we're like we should just like really look into this more yeah well because first of all i mean if you've ever even watched interstellar i i would like someone to tell me i understand everything that's going on in interstellar the first without even knowing the first time they watch the science behind it because i i just don't think it's possible and it doesn't make you stupid but it's just it's too much of a like sciencey film, and unless you know a little bit of the backstory on how they decided to write that film, you, you are not no going idea. to understand yeah, it. Totally. And so that's kind of how this came about. <coughs> I'm like, why is it that I don't fucking understand what's going on in this show right now? Because I'm really attracted to it because it has everything to do with everything I love. But what is it like? What is this movie? Like, I don't understand it. So I ended up reading a book about it taught me a lot of shit and it's changed my life it's by kip thorne kippy kippy thorne if you don't know that name 
Read about it. Read about it. I mean, I'm not going to yell at you, but... I've been... Trying, <laughs> I've even been, like, reading... <laughs> stepping up my game reading. I'm not normally a book person. I'm normally a graphic novel. I like mm-hmm. comic books. I like shit like that. But, like, it's actually got my attention, and it's, like, super interesting. But, yeah, no. Kip Thorne, he, like, dumbs it down in this book, too, so he makes it... Not, like... Yeah. Not to be, like, stupid or, like, make everybody sound stupid, but he dumbs it down so you can understand it in layman's terms where you're not, like, okay, it's a bunch of math. Exactly. Or or it's not, like, intimidating to the point where you're, like, look, bro, I I don't know physics. What the fuck are you saying? Why are you writing a public book like this for people who are obviously going to be attracted to it, who obviously don't have any education in physics. Like, it's not a book like that. It's called The Science of Interstellar by Kip Thorne. Go get that book right now. If you're even slightly interested in anything that we're it's talking what, about. It's what, like 15 bucks on it's Amazon? It's 15, maybe 20 bucks, but hey, it's worth it, even if you think that's pricey, because for some people it's probably pricey, but um, go to the fucking library. Just open a goddamn book, people. Open a goddamn book. Stop being such turds and open a book. Stop being such nebula turds. <laughs> well. Anyway, so we. I, that's just how we came about. Just, you know, hey, let's make a space podcast. Because it's really kind of crazy how many, how many things that are happening in our 3D reality here. Like gravity, uh, electricity. Magnetism. Magnetism. Those things are happening all the time in space, but just on, like, crazy levels. Right. Like, just copious amounts of it, and it's just on a level that we can't even comprehend. So, it's kind of just cool to realize we're all connected, and essentially it's kind of like that Rick and Morty episode where we're, like, a microverse and a battery within a microverse within, like, some other battery, and we're all just, like, slaves or everything is an atom inside of an atom, which is inside of another human, which is inside of an atom of another human. And the deeper into the bulk that you get, you're actually just inside of another human being. That's mm-hmm. a bigger piece of the puzzle. It's just like a stepladder and you're just moving up the ladder chain, for example. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But you're just like kind of like stepping your game up each mm-hmm. time you like move on to the next reincarnation. That's what I think. And... I, I want to be, like, this religious person, and I want to, like, totally back all of that beautiful shit that people believe in, but, I, like, the more that I study space <coughs> and even just, like, quantum theories, it's like, man, like, you really don't know what's out there. Like, well, I mean, I hate to say it, but scientists, let's be real, like, we can prove religion wrong at this point. Well, and we were even talking the other day, me and you were talking the other day, we were like, how much have we really discovered about, like, space and time and, like, all this different stuff? Like, how much have we really discovered? And Kip Thorne, the way he he explains it, he says, we've, expo- like, explored and, like, discovered about two inches of our universe. So, two inches, like a whole... Yep. Two they inches. put it on a scale like this. So, let's imagine the entire universe and everything that we don't know is... Measurable. Our world. And measurable. Yes. It's measured and it, it just looks like our world. And that's just the... Dis- like, that's just everything. So, <laughs> they basically compared that to... We've discovered, let's say, let's say Jupiter is, 
Florida, we have only discovered two inches of our universe. Yeah, because we haven't even... Because, let's say, Jupiter is Oklahoma or Florida. Well, we still have only gotten two inches into our own solar system. Yeah, we've only made it to the moon. That being said, compare that to the whole world, I mean... It's pretty crazy. I think that's impressive. He Me, thinks that's impressive. <laughs> I like, told him that, and I'm he was like, like wow, wow, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, that is so fucking cool. Represent, because guess who's doing that shit? America, motherfuckers. I know. I'm like, hell fucking, fucking yeah. dicks. Everybody else is not doing shit compared to America. We got that two motherfucking inches. I was like, our dick is two <laughs> inches big. Everybody else's dick is zero inches big. I know. What's up? What's up, world? That makes you such a better person. Oh, me. God. It makes me because, so much like, prouder of us. I was like reading that statistic and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Because it's true, though. It's mostly America. I was America. so pissed. You don't, you don't hear about the the European. Like, you, you literally, for Europe, it's an alliance. Like, it's all the nations together that have the European alliance well, for space or whatever. it's not a priority for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's the craziest part, is it's not a and priority at all. I hate to say it, and I... Fuck, I shouldn't even go there. I was just going to say that Donald Trump is a very strong space exploration supporter. Which is probably the one thing we agree with. (laughs) Yeah, and I wasn't going to bring him up because obviously with everything that's going on... We don't care There's a lot of anger in the world And we don't really care for it. And obviously I don't give a shit because, I mean, what what is anyone going to do? But... The one good um, thing that we agree with and that's going to go along yeah. with this podcast is he definitely wants to explore space. He even said that he was willing to explore deep space. And I was the like, craziest part, The craziest part about that, though, is it's like, Donald, we haven't got that far. How are you going to explore deep well, space Well, and it's like, Donald, Donald. Donald. <laughs> Let's really amp this up here, though. Like, when I, I was hearing him talk about that, I mean, is it really selfish of me, like, in my passion for space, that I'm like, that's kind of the only reason why I'm super happy he's in office, <laughs> despite all of, like, the other detrimental shit. Yeah, all the so, other shit. That being said, though. Well, that being said, he he also has invested in this telescope, and there's six about six to I think it was six billion dollars or six million dollars. I don't know if it's an M or a B. I can't really remember. But remember, anyways. Um, so they have this new telescope that they're gonna release out into space. It's gonna be like the Hubble telescope where it's floating out in space and they can take pictures, but it's gonna be able to see through gas and like dust clouds and all the different clouds that are out That's there. That's gonna be nice. So we can see like different planets. <laughs> you know then... what I'm waiting for, dude, is like when we send something out there like that and it's able to see through, you know, nebulas, clusters, whatever. Or, like, zoom in on a planet. we fucking, like, just approach some weird-ass, super pretty nebula, like the Rotten Egg Nebula, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) some gases kind of, like, float on by the camera, and there's just this massive, big-ass black hole, like, in the, like... In the distance. Far distance of this camera. And we're just like, Whoa. And we're just watching time in space become warped, and we're just like, holy fucking shit! <coughs> no, we We've would been, know far we would be able, <coughs> Sorry. We'd be able to analyze a lot of shit, though, if we did see that. 
We'd be able to, like, see it and be like, holy Well, fuck. and what you guys don't know is that the only mystery that we haven't solved yet is quantum physics laws. We haven't finished those laws. So, basically, how this pans out is, like, in the very beginning, it was Newton. Newton's laws are relevant to all of the very small particles, atoms, electrons, protons, neutrons, blah, blah, blah. Basically, everything small is relative, relevant to Newton's laws. And then Einstein came about in, like, the 20s. was like, hey, I'm going to take some of Newton law, Newton's laws and kind of, like, expand that with gravity. And guess Big what? Things. Now Newton's laws don't apply anymore because... Einstein's measuring, like, the speed of light, and, and, and once you get to the speed of light, none of Newton's laws even apply. Or bigger beings and celestial exactly. beings and how they grav have Large bodies poles. moving through space. Yep. So we kind of got those laws all together, and all those make sense, and that's nice and dandy, but then here we are now in our present time in science and space exploration where the the mystery that we're trying to crack is what's inside a black hole because what is inside of a black hole is the answer to the quantum laws and like how gravity works <laughs> we like still haven't nothing even else it out. can answer this and if that doesn't blow your mind i don't really know what will because i mean when it's kind of nuts we've been in such denial for the longest time that black holes even exist yeah, totally. That this is kind of a big deal for us right now that we are accepting that black holes exist and now we're like, okay, next step, we need to find out what's inside. And all we need, you guys, is dust. We don't even need to, like, go inside of it and survive it. We just need to see what we happened. We just need to get yeah. some kind of, like, Cassini, like, or of the Voyager, something out there to just collect particles. Probe, yeah. Just collect particles, find its way back out of the gravitational pull, get that's back to us. That's the problem, though, is that we can't find something that's strong enough to get out of the gravitational pull. And that's pull. the problem, That too. gravitational pull is so strong that once you get past the, um, whatchamacallit, the... Horizon. The, the horizon yeah, point. Yeah, so I'm gonna teach you guys a lot about black holes. We're both gonna, because... There's a lot you don't know. So there's a horizon, which is the opening. And basically, if you have a spaceship, per se, there's a place on the horizon, it's called a parking spot, where the gravity is so perfect that you can just park and, and chill. just chill. You can just look and see what's going <laughs> and on. And collect whatever data you need to do. Scientists have figured it out. Yeah, they're like, dude, if we just got to that one perfect spot, granted, they compare all of these events lining up to like being on a motorcycle on like a like a rim like on balancing railroad, yeah. they're like that's how hard railroad exactly they're like you'd have to be like riding your motorcycle on a pipe dude there's people that do it that's how perfect <laughs> gravity and everything has to pan out and if something tips you even a little bit to the left or the right everything just gets fucked well and then so, you're just like you're gonna and you're gonna go into the horizon point and yep. then you're gonna just fall in it's like literally it, as soon as you drop a single bit it's gonna act like you're falling in down a waterfall almost like yeah. you're just gonna be like oh shit oh here we go well and the craziest part is Gravity is nuts because you think there's only one way that the black hole's going, but the way gravity works, even with large bodies of, like, mass, like Earth, just any kind of star or any type of planet, is that it can also launch you. 
the other way. So mm-hmm. if you're on, in the parking spot, you so happen to tilt to the right a little bit, you're just going into the black hole. Yeah. But right. you tilt to the left, left a little bit, dude, you're just getting launched. And you're getting launched into, into space, deep space. Into, into deep space. So there's like both like, okay, fuck. It's not even like 50-50 where like, if I go to the right, I die. And if I go to the left, I'm okay. It's like, <laughs> I have a good chance of dying in this situation. So that being said, I mean, like, the way that Kip Thorne puts it is we are, like, so far behind that kind of experience. <laughs> like that discovery. Exactly. Like, uh, it's it's to the point where we're just, like, desperate now to, like, where if we could at least just get something out there and just even try to we just collect dust. Find a probe, yeah. Mm-hmm. A probe or Take a satellite, it back. yeah. And what scientists are saying is that, and what they all they need, and you guys don't even get it. We know all of this without even experiencing any of this. So that means that scientists have figured all of this out based off of dust and wavelengths, gravity, tidal, or tendex lines, Mm. um, everything that space... Even radio signals and gravitational signals and microwave signals and... And radiation signals, mm-hmm. like they pick up on all this stuff from different satellites and different probes and different exactly. things that are out there. But we still haven't figured out gravity. No. It's the craziest thing to me. Like, and it's something that we won't be able to understand because we're so used to three dimensions. Out in space, there's so much shit going on. Like you wouldn't even be able to comprehend that. It's not just up, down, north, south, east, west. Now it's up, down, north, south, east, west. There's an outback. So that's a whole nother dimension of space that you can't even understand. <laughs> like, and then there's... Um, you just feel so little. Yeah. There's gravity. Time is a dimension because even though you can't physically see it, it's being warped all the time. it's still on a linear scale, too. When you're, yep, when you're in space, time is a dimension because it matters. Like, dude, you go to Jupiter, you come back, your fucking planet's probably not even going to be there. Exactly, yep. Or, like, you, even, like, what they did with Interstellar, where they went through the wormhole and they checked out one of these celestial mm-hmm. beings and they went down... And, you know, when they went down, even if they were down there for seven minutes, it was actually 32 years on Earth. Like, there's shit like that where it's just, like, since time is on a linear scale, you can't go backward. You can only go forward. Yep. Exactly. And gravity, they don't even know what kind of scale that could be on. Because even, like, north, south, east, west directions, like, Mm -hmm. that's measurable. Like, gravity, we still, since we haven't figured out the equation, like, gravity's endless. Like, we don't know what it is. We don't. All we know is that the heavier gravity is, the faster time, or the slower time moves. So, for example, in Interstellar, if you've never seen it before, they go to this planet that's right next to a black hole. Naturally, for a planet to be right next to a black hole, you have to have super crazy gravity. So on this planet, time moves so slow that they're there for seven minutes, and they come back to our solar system... And decades have passed. It's like, yeah, 32 years or Where something. they're saying, <coughs> scientists are saying that it would be far more dramatic than that. Like, they're saying that if we went to, if we even figured something out to where we got into a wormhole, traveled to another solar system, went got to a planet yeah. with gravity that crazy, we would be seeing, let's see, we would probably get there, come back, 
And they said that they don't even know if our solar system would be there because billions of years would have yeah, passed. Yeah, they said that our solar system may not exist because the sun may have not yeah. even existed. The sun only anymore. has like 4 billion yeah. years to go. It's like 4.5 yeah. billion or and something. And in space, that's not a huge deal. That's like... That's little. Yeah. That's, that's nothing. That's not a huge deal. Our lifetime is like an ant's lifetime yeah, it's in space. Nothing. So for it's, us, it's not it's, a huge deal. No, it's like a fucking goldfish is exactly. what it is. It's like literally we live for a second on this micro planet for like literally. It's like even smaller. It's you can't. It's like a plankton. You yeah. know, like it's literally like plankton in the mm-hmm. ocean getting us up sucked up by a whale. Yeah. Like it doesn't fucking matter because that's how we quick it is. Shit. Yeah. It's nothing. But yet we're still discovering all this stuff. Well, and that's where I think religion comes into play because and that's where it gets super conflicting because you're like, okay, yes, we're so minuscule, we're so unimportant, but yet we are like We've discovered that we two inches. We are the inches. most intelligent matter exactly. out there Exactly, we right got now. that two inches, bro. Nobody else has so, that. So, until we obviously come in contact with another being that's far more advanced, which we have yet to do, and yet we've discovered so much of our solar system and still haven't, like, ran into anybody. It could happen, though. It could it happen. Could, it could definitely happen. I mean, we've discovered some pretty weird shit. But as far as we know... Yes, we may not, we're definitely not the only life, but as far as we know, we're the most intelligent that we've discovered. Exactly. Yeah. Unless, and this is where like my religion comes in because I am just like in love with this theory. It's called <laughs> string theory. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. If not, don't worry. I'm definitely going to tell you about it. Oh yeah. String theory is coming <laughs> at you real quick. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for this. Um. So basically... String theory is the idea that, and this is what makes the most sense, and I'm telling you guys this, like, okay, if you want to believe in God, if you want to believe in religion, that's cool, guys. Like, I am not discrediting that at all. I'm not. I don't give a shit what you believe in, and if anything, I think religion's beautiful. Like, cool. But. It's just interesting, compared to. But. But. This is what makes the most sense to me, and this obviously isn't a real religion, it's just what I believe in, so. Um, basically we live in a two-dimensional brain, okay? Our universe is two-dimensional. It's a two-dimensional brain that can warp into a five-dimensional bulk. Now, that makes no sense to you, right? So I'm going to totally break that down. So basically imagine you're on a trampoline and you're an ant. And the trampoline is flat, nothing's moving, it's just... It's a flat surface. You're walking along it. That's our universe, okay? That thin layer of that trampoline is our universe, that two-dimensional layer that the ant is walking on. So let's take a marble, put it on top of the trampoline, and bring it down so that it bends downward. Right, so it looks like kind of like a cone or like a funnel. We're just pulling the trampoline down. So... Now, the ants walking across our trampoline comes across the, now it's a hole. That is essentially a wormhole or a black hole. That's the idea. And what it's warping into, and it's warping our space, 
It's warping our two-dimensional brain. So that's the warping of space. That's what you see when you see a black hole spinning and you see the idea of the stars swarming into the black hole. That's our two-dimensional brain swarming into a five-dimensional bulk, which is where the marble's going, which is far, like, bigger and, like, uncomprehendable, far more uncomprehendable than our two-dimensional brain. But that's the idea, is that we have gravity and the marble is essentially gravity because if you have a planet that's in your two-dimensional brain and the gravity is too heavy the gravity will cause it to sink and warp time and space and that's what the marble the idea of the marble is and so sinking we figured out that since we don't just like vanish we actually warp into something else right which We're sinking right now. Which we have to predict is a five-dimensional brain. And they're saying that with, like, the gravity being so heavy at that singularity, it's called a singularity, the point where there's the most gravity. This is the maximum amount of gravity that the you can very, very comprehend. Bottom. That's the very bottom of the black hole, which would be the marble in this case. So that is where time stops. They're saying the only time time can stop is in that singularity. And we don't understand that, obviously, because we've never taken any samples from a singularity. We've right. never gone towards a singularity. We will never do that for right. a while. But they're saying all the answers are within that marble, essentially. And once we find that marble, if we ever do, which we probably won't. We'll find all the answers to how we were created. That's what they're saying. It's pretty crazy. If they can date back to how everything was created by just figuring out gravity. That's the one solution. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And the craziest part to me about all of this and like all these theories and everything is like Einstein, even Newton, like Einstein, especially though, <clears throat> didn't go to school, got kicked out of school, was called a crazy motherfucker. Yeah. Like, dude, he did all this on fucking paper. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't do this with a calculator. He didn't do this with, like, any fucking technology. He did this all handwritten in his mind, doing math, handwritten math, mm -hmm. science and equations, handwritten, testing, going fucking, like, well, people think I'm crazy. Well, I'm going to do my own fucking thing in my basement. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. and figures all this stuff and today we can only we can barely prove him wrong and if we barely prove him wrong it's only by like seriously thousands exactly a, a zero of a decimal point like come on oh yeah it's fucking retarded Einstein is the god it's fucking in retarded this, in this area of study like people think of Einstein as a god because exactly everything you just said back then they had no idea what this, what I just said to you right now about the warpage of time and space, you can find a simulation of that on the internet that can help you understand that. But back then... You can even look at Interstellar. They had no idea. Of, yeah, you can you. watch Interstellar and you're like, oh shit, that's fucking crazy. Like, I can comprehend that and I'm the most basic bitch on the planet. Back then, they didn't have that. <laughs> like, back then, they didn't have 
any type of like simulations. They had no idea how to even wrap their yeah. heads around five dimensions. Like now I can tell you five dimensions would look like a cube within a cube within a cube within a cube. And that if someone is able to survive in the bulk, they would not look like us. They would look like a five dimensional being because we can only survive in a 3D dimensional reality because we're, it's just the way atoms work. Atoms can only survive in three dimensions. Hmm. That's a fun fact. That's pretty cool. So we would never be able to go into the bulk anyway because we wouldn't be able to survive. Yeah. And that's the idea of interstellar as well. But, um, anyways, what was I saying? I don't know. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens. happens. Well, anyways, guys, the, um, idea of interstellar too. Oh, we were talking about the warpage of time and space and Einstein and how he came up with that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. And people, him growing up, he grew up during the depression in Germany. And this was a really, this was before a really turbulent time because this was before they just started focusing. They put a pause on space exploration and started focusing on nuclear weaponry and things. And bombs so, and how to build chemical weapons exactly. and things like that. This was like the Nazi era exactly. where like shit was getting real. There was some wars mm-hmm. going on. It was especially really, in this area. It was difficult. Right. And right. so now and right before this, people like his dad, I read up on this that his dad had to write schools letters saying, Please just like take my son. He keeps getting rejected. <laughs> he got out of he got out of graduate school like two years ago and he still doesn't have a job. Like please. He's smart. No one wanted him. Like he's good at math. Yeah. Like well, Oh god, that was creepy. Sorry. Was that the bulk beings? <laughs> right. Dude. Well, and what's even crazier is like, okay, so not only did people not Okay, you guys. That was really fucking weird. We just had to, like, pause the podcast because that thing fell. Okay, so there was something on a shelf that fell. Like, okay, we just had, like, it's, like, our dog's treats, right? And they're just on a shelf, and they're, like, not, like, doing anything, and we're, like, way far away from them. There's no wind in our room. There's no nothing. And they just knocked off the fucking shelf. While we were talking about the bulk being, so we were just kind of, like, freaking out. the computer stopped... Recording. Recording. And, like, even my phone went wonky. It was fucking weird, you guys. And especially since we're talking about bulk beings, like, I'm really... It was was just really creepy. I'm more like, please, take me. No, yeah, we're like, If you're there, give me a sign. Tell us what the equation is to gravity. Literally, we just threw magnets at that area where... We threw metal to make sure it wasn't, (laughs) like, magnetism. A bulk being trying to speak through us through magnetism through threaded magnetism we know you like never throwing know throwing magnets at the space area the area that like the dog treats fell because i'm like please communicate <laughs> We're like come on it's okay guys you're allowed to talk to us <laughs> tell us what the equation is to gravity so we can figure this I know, out i'll be the new matthew mcgutty <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was really creepy though so sorry about that i know you guys definitely heard that like huge loud bang in the background so well and we're just freaks about this shit now so when stuff like that happens we're like oh my god we're like communicate what was that did you you guys hear that we're obsessed we're like there's no such thing as ghosts it's only bulk beings trying to communicate (laughs) i know we don't exactly because there's no such thing as ghosts okay let me get back to einstein so this was a crazy, me, turbulent time. This and his was dad, crazy. 
was and trying to write letters, trying to get his son accepted. Go ahead. People were like, dude, you're weird. People were straight up saying, like, he's a really weird dude. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think kind of they borderline thought he was maybe autistic. And once finally he got a job and he started practicing laws of, like, gravity, it started with general relativity, special relativity, and then quantum relativity, where... Um, I won't get into all that stuff, but bottom line is no one really believed him. At all. They didn't really want to. Nobody it was kind of like to. one of those things where it was like so far out for them. It was way I mean, out there. It was really hard to believe yeah. at the time. This was like a really Christian time. Yeah. Like where everybody's believing where that they things were like, happen for a reason. Where they and... have quoted scientists and physicists <coughs> saying, no, there's no way nature can be that violent. There's got to be another way. There's got to be a different way that stars die. They don't just form these crazy erratic black holes that just eat space. Why like, would they do they that? They had no idea that there was something that per se evil could exist they were just like no that's too chaotic that's too crazy there's no way and there's so, no there's no way that things collide and they mm -hmm. make explosions and different planets are like are creating these huge beings which are you know creating these monsters that are going around and warping yeah. time and space exactly. like like jupiter dipping down into the ground and like fucking warping the whole space yeah. right there like they don't there's no way that's possible no. nature's not that violent they just thought it was a fairy tale. They were like, dude, that's like, that's like, to them, to, that's like for us, that's like imagining, what? I don't know. That, Star Wars. I was going to say, that's like imagining, I guess. Someone like, saying there's like, little like, tiny space shuttles fighting each other. Like, yeah, It's just like, okay, well, mm, I'm skeptical. You know what I mean? Totally. So... It was sort of like that same idea, but crazier because back then they didn't, they didn't have pictures. They couldn't even imagine what a black hole would look like. Like, you had to be astronomically smart well, to like even, even understand. Even telescopes were, like, hard to come, like, around. Like, yeah. They couldn't, like, zoom into planets like how we do now. Like, how we look at Jupiter or Saturn mm -hmm. now with, like... Even telescopes or They don't have satellites that they could launch out into space and figure oh, shit yeah. out. Oh, yeah. And then... Like, by the 40s and the early 50s, people were going to prison for studying the wrong shit. There were physicists that were told, hey, if you don't just focus on nuclear weaponry, what is your purpose here? You're a spy. You're getting locked up. You're like, sentenced sorry, to death. Like, so there were a lot of like people that were just lost, and they couldn't really focus on the idea of Space. So we were really, like, our growth was stunted. Like, that's the number one thing that they say is that during that time, during that war, we could have gotten way farther ahead than yeah, we are now. Yeah, especially with all those scientists that were alive during that time. Like, they were so smart. I mean, mm -hmm. they figured out how to do nuclear energy and how to build a fucking nuclear bomb. And that's fucking crazy in itself because, I mean, you think about even nuclear energy, they think that nuclear energy was basically how our universe was created. Nuclear energy comes from studying imploding stars. Exactly. We figured that out by basically figuring out, hey, stars have nuclear energy that burn fuel. And when that fuel dies, it implodes. And so they figured out basically how to fit all of those electrons, protons, neutrons, all of that shit. 
all in one. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but feed off of it and build energy off of it. And implode. So space can teach us crazy things. I mean, obviously scientists were really conflicted about creating the nuclear bomb for Hiroshima. Well, they wanted to and, see what you know, happened, but at the same time, they were like, Afterwards, they were like, well, they were so blinded by their passion for science that they, they honestly didn't know what they were really yeah, doing. Yeah, they had no idea what they were They had no idea into. the effect would be that bad. Right. Because nothing else had ever happened like that before. No one had ever, <laughs> like, set off a nuclear bomb. That was a new thing. I mean, I think, honestly, it wasn't real for them. Even though they knew the exact implications of what was going to happen. But... Getting back to, like, our journey here, so he basically proves everyone wrong. Other scientists get on on it. It's the 60s now. Stephen Hawking's in on this shit. Einstein's long gone, but we're still following all of his laws because guess what? Nobody None can of them are wrong. And nobody can prove it wrong. Nobody can prove him wrong. People have challenged him. They're like, Einstein's a freak. I'm going to challenge him. No one can do it. So there's Kip Thorne, all these dudes, and all their other dudes. They get together. Stephen Hawking, Kip Thorne. Stephen Hawking, they get together. They're like, you know what? We're going to get to the bottom of this shit. We're going to fucking try and actually really try to understand what could be out there. Comes back to black holes. Comes back to wormholes. All right. So here we are again. We can't really ignore this. Let's look into this a little bit more. Let's see what happens. They come to the fact that, and this is just the famous phrase now in I guess their world is basically if it is not forbidden it's basically the law right and by forbidden it's if you can't prove it wrong if you can't prove it wrong it's gotta be the law exactly and that's what they've done and that's what's so crazy guys and that's why I don't understand why more people aren't freaking out because all of everyone's like you don't understand there's physicists and astrophysicists that come from india russia america england they all have different theories and they all have different studies but they all point to the same shit the only way to and this is you brought up a good point too the only way to that you can prove that something is right is if it can't be proven wrong Mm -hmm. and if it also follows all the other rules it follows all the laws. If it's not forbidden, it's compulsory. That means it has to happen. It's inevitable. Just There's like with no the death of stars. They did it with the death of stars. They did it with the even like white dwarfs. They're like, look, if a certain star is under this weight, mm-hmm. above this gravity, blah, 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 formula, 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 then it has to implode. Like, that's, that's basically only, what it means. That's the only math that That's we got. the only math. Now, if it implodes and the gravity is larger than 1.4 suns or the mass is heavier than 1.4 suns, it has to become a black hole. True fact. There's a bunch of cool shit like that. And people were like, no, 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 let me challenge you. Let me look at it this way. Let's study it from a different angle. And there's no other there's way. There's no other way. There's no other way that makes sense. Because... At the end of the day, they're saying, listen, if it's that way, then how does that happen and that happen and that happen and that happen? So you'd have to rewrite all of Newton's laws. You'd have to rewrite all of Einstein's laws. So we're not going to go with your theory because you have to be wrong because we've already proved this is right. So it's kind of cool, guys. And, like, you should go watch Interstellar because it's it's basically just about how, like, 
we've figured out we're so advanced and we figured out how to warp into space and travel through our universe through space they're basically doing this whole like idea where like here's another way to put it so like our whole everything that we know is an apple and our 2d brain our universe is the skin of the apple well the wormhole got its name from an actual wormhole a worm digs through the two-dimensional brain, finds a portal that connects through the other side of the 2D brain. So basically that's the idea of a wormhole. If you guys never knew the difference between black holes and wormholes, black holes are basically just like a pit of gravity that and you can't escape. they just disappear and mm -hmm. they're gone into nothingness, whereas wormholes are like Supposedly. a connection to the other side of the galaxy, basically. Yeah, exactly. Or, a or a, a, even a different galaxy, it just mm -hmm. depends. But um, even... The crazier part about wormholes is we also find them all the fucking time. It's just they disappear really, really quick. Well, we know they exist because there's, like, quantum foam, they say. And quantum foam, you can't sounds see so it. Sounds so gross. It sounds fucking disgusting. I wonder what it looks like. It looks probably just it, like It foam. literally it just, just looks, looks like, like little wormholes connecting. Right. And if you look it up on Google, you'll see it. And it is it exists everywhere and we go through it all the time, but it's not big enough to like cause any impact. So it's just like whatever. But we know that wormholes exist. And obviously scientists have done math that yes, there are wormholes out there, but they aren't open long enough for us to travel through them or find them. Because fun fact, wormholes don't stay open for very long. Like at all. And not only that, Nothing but keeps them open. Gravity will close it. I mean, they're saying, like, it would be so difficult for us to travel through a wormhole because, A, we'd have to find it, and then, B, we'd have to figure out a way to keep it open. And not only that, but if we did travel through it, it would close so quick that there's no way to get back. Yeah. So you, you could potentially be just stuck out mm -hmm. in the bulk. Uh-huh, unless you have some magical way to create a new one, which they're saying the only way to even hold a wormhole open is you have to find a neutron star that's burning enough gas around it to create a quasar around it that emits a light beam that we can direct towards the wormhole because that is the only way we can keep it open is that light ray but from a light, quasar. Yeah, because it would be so much light. It would be literally yeah. ripping it open, basically. And Kip Thorne's like... How the fuck are we ever going to do that? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how would you... I have no idea. Like, that doesn't even... It's hard to even, like, fathom in your head. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's literally, like, taking a mirror. How I think about it is, like, taking a mirror from, a, like, a sun and pointing it towards yep. a wormhole and, like, ripping yep. it open with a light gravity, basically. That's the only way you could keep it open. And then they're saying that you could essentially use that light to float you through it because the gravity would just push, push you. It's you like so a sail. Yeah, so you, you just would just have to have like a fan it. that... But that's in a happy world where we could fucking have that technology. And travel through life. And have people brave enough to fucking do that and come back home. Yeah, like seriously. So, obviously... Mistakes have to be made. Yes. For us to get there. <laughs> a lot of people are gonna fucking die. Exactly. In the process. But... We it's gotta really get there. cool, guys, and so I'm obsessed, and... I think we're both is obsessed. I mean, we talk about it mm -hmm. far too often. And to kind of, like, just... I mean, you just can't be closed-minded, okay? If there's any moral to this podcast, it's not, oh my god, here's space, shove it down your throat, absorb it. It's not, 
oh, forget about religion. It's not one way or the other. It's just go like read about this shit because it's just honestly, interesting. you will learn a lot not only about Technology. your everyday life, but yeah. Where we're possibly going to go, or where we're possibly not going to go, or what our purpose is here. It, it's just going to open your mind to a lot of, like, just Well, not only questions. that, but, like, the, some of the things, too, I think about is, like, some of the things that we've discovered, even just by going through space, is we've discovered x-rays and how to use x-ray machines. We've discovered MRIs and how to use MRI machines, yeah. which have helped us here. We've also discovered, like, radio waves from distant... Mm -hmm. Uh, like distant uh, galaxies and stuff like that, far away even we wouldn't like have... on the outside of the Milky Way. Mm -hmm. So like we can see what it's even like. So I mean, it's crazy that we're even know that kind of stuff. I guess at least in my it's mind, it's all from space. We figured out how radio waves work because they're in space. We figured out how magnetism works and how we can fucking make an MRI because of space. X rays, space, nuclear bombs. Space. Space is, has all of our answers, and that's why it's like, why don't we care about this shit more? And then you think about the aspect like in Interstellar, where it's like, oh my god, is it possible that since all of our theories point to a five-dimensional bulk, is the next question, oh my god, is there a way we can get inside of it? And if there is a way, are there people in it? Like, beings Could they it? teach us more, yeah. Like, are aliens essentially just us that are super advanced and we've figured out to get into a five-dimensional bulk and we're essentially just guiding our evolution through this process? Like, Slowly but surely, we're what? somehow guiding us to the next step, the yeah. next stepping stone. And is everything is essentially in that reality, is time just like a physical thing where you can just like... Bend and warp. Bend and warp. And is everything that we know just simple in another reality like we just we i don't know i think we just put too much value on time and just all of this shit that i mean time doesn't really exist well like Let's i said time is just on a linear scale and exactly and we're just a dot on yeah it. our version of time is nothing compared to what time really is out there it's not it's it's just another dimension it's not much it's pretty crazy and in certain it. areas of space you can warp it and you can change it and it's pretty and, crazy and you can alter it just by having a fucking hole mm -hmm. just by having like a fucking sagging point in the dimension basically well and then like another question <laughs> is like well god are we since we're only able to like survive in this reality because we physically can't survive in a reality with more dimensions our bulk beings just guiding us and like showing us how to essentially evolve into a being that can survive in a five-dimensional reality. I don't know. The brain can take you everywhere it needs to with just that idea, but like I said, main idea is knowing these things and learning about these things has kind of changed everything I thought I thought about <laughs> or everything the world, we knew, or the yeah, or how we knew everything was created. Mm -hmm. Even just like as far as like us finding these galaxies, like we've discovered, what was it like over a hundred and sixty different galaxies? Yeah, and there's like been like certain points where there's like gas, two giant gas giants next to a fucking burning sun. Think about that. Think about a uh, Jupiter and a Saturn. 
right next to a sun. Mm-hmm. And, like, what they say is that could potentially be our universe and how our universe started off early on as those two were right there, and that's how they got so big is they were right next to each other. And then what happened is they somehow got pushed out, mm-hmm. which is why the reason why Mars is so small is because Jupiter and Saturn took up so much of the, basically, the elements that make a planet big mm-hmm. that it made Saturn, or, sorry Mars really small. Didn't leave enough. And it didn't leave enough for it, and that's the reason why Mars is only, like, a third or a quarter of the size that the Earth is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty small. It's so crazy. Yeah, they're saying that they're discovering that our space is moving. Mm-hmm. And right. basically, like... With that being said, planets are shifting each other because, like I mentioned before, not only can gravity suck you in, it can repel you. So there's, like, Mm -hmm. Jupiter hanging out next to Saturn, and Jupiter could easily... And you would think your first thought would be, oh, my God, they're going to collide. That doesn't always happen. Most of the time, their gravity repels against each other, and Jupiter, depending on who's bigger, could, like, essentially launch Saturn into another solar system. And they say also, like, early on in our solar system, that when Jupiter and Saturn were next to each other, there was a certain point where their their gravity balanced each other so much that they were following each other for a little bit, but then another planet that they think is Planet Nine mm-hmm. right now, they think it was Planet Nine, which is pretty crazy. Not Pluto, but Planet Nine, the new one that they mm-hmm. like never talk about. They think it's that planet got flung out because of Jupiter and Saturn having balanced gravity and having so much gravity right there that it pushed this planet out and flung it out into deep space. And the only reason that they found this planet that's past Pluto and all this stuff. Because of gravity. Yeah. It had so much gravity. And they were like, what could possibly be there? And, and they did the math. That? They did the math. They measured the mass and the gravity of planet nine and said it's got to be a planet. Because and they said, how did it get there? And it's because Jupiter and Saturn had so much gravity when they were so close together that once Saturn kind of pulled off off of its er- orbit, it flung planet nine out into deep ass space so that can definitely happen oh <laughs> they even god, think yeah. like even current galaxies are being created that way oh and- my god yeah and that's the only way that like james is saying how a hot jupiter which is basically jupiter next to the sun because oh my god you guys don't even know jupiter cannot be created by the sun exactly. it's impossible so when you see two hot jupiters next to each other or even just one hot jupiter you're like Dude, you came from somewhere else. Yeah, like you came at floating out of deep it's space impossible. out of fucking nowhere. It's impossible for Jupiter to be created that close to the sun because it's a cold planet. It's just like a huge planet floating out of nowhere. And coming so in deep. they float up next to the sun and it, they start gravitating like towards the sun and then you start seeing all these fucking maps of all of like the planets and all of the solar systems that these scientists are find, finding and you're like holy shit, there's two massive gas giants that are literally right next to each other like in a how solar the, system. how the fuck? And, like, now the next question is... What's gonna how happen? How is this happening? And what how is, is this gonna safe? Happen, like, like it, it's a little bit mind-boggling because you're just like, oh my god, how would we feel if Jupiter just started making its way up our solar system dude, dude they said we would launch out into the sun or out into cold space or we would crash into it and it would blow us the fuck yep, up and no. it would blow us the fuck up and, and nothing would happen we'd be dust 
Maybe and nothing. another reason why string theory is kind of like compulsory right now because they're saying the only way for space to even expand is through black holes and wormholes because black holes and wormholes are the only things that can warp time and space. And they're the only things that can pull in. They can like rip and like yep. turn and like gravity, gravity and pull space. They're gravity the, they're is essentially, yeah. The river current. They're mm -hmm. the, the current that keeps the river flowing. They're also like, for example, like in a pool or something like that. Like if you need a fish to live, you can't keep the water not stagnant you can't keep yeah. it still they're basically what keeps the world moving and like everything moving and turning it's pretty exactly. weird to think of. it's like the filter mm -hmm. gravity is a it's just a dimension that squeezes and pulls you mm -hmm. so it, just imagine like they're saying like if you were in space and we were able to survive in space without a suit or anything you would feel tendex lines stretching your body and squeezing your body. Tendex lines are basically just gravitational lines that make up space and they're mm. endless, but mm -hmm. that's what you would feel, the squeezing and stretching, the constant squeezing and stretching, and that's what our planet goes through. That's what every single planet goes through. Every star is a constant pull, a stretch and pull of gravity, and it's all a balance, and obviously to the human eye, everything's still. I mean... We're not going to see it, but it's there, and, um, yeah, and that's the only explanation for why space is expanding. They have determined that, and that is a fact, that space is expanding, and the only way that they can conclude that is just the simple fact that black holes and wormholes can make it bigger and by expanding and stretching and squeezing space. There's no other explanation, so... So, hope and pray to these black holes, because gods don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> we got you. I hope I've corrupted all of you. <laughs> Fuck what you believe. Believe in the solar system, nigga. The solar system got you, like, in deep space, you <laughs> Ah, man, I felt so good. That was probably my favorite. This is my favorite episode, probably. Yeah, you guys will probably not enjoy it, but we loved it. <laughs> I love... We just love talking about it, and... It's just cool to, Hopefully like, you guys learn something, at least. I mean, I totally get it if, like, you don't give a fuck, but... No, I don't get it, actually. I don't. Even but, Donald Trump <laughs> believes in space. Follow the leader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Follow the supreme leader. God, that's going to, like, totally make them not care even more. Yeah, probably. But, uh, <laughs> well, anyways, I hope you learned something. Highly enlightened. Episode 18. Highly enlightened. Numero you guys, 18. Okay, we are on Google. We are on <laughs> iTunes. We are on Reddit. We are on Twitter. We are on Google Plizity Plus. We are on all the shits. So get on your shit. That's the whole problem. Fuck. Pause it. Oh my god. Alright, guys. Well, we still hope this episode was super informative for all of you. Episode 18, Highly Enlightened. Woo woo! We're on everything Google, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. 
come at us. You gotta, you gotta fucking represent. We should make some t-shirts or something. I don't know. Yeah, we should. Also, we do apologize if you made it this far. Yeah, sorry. And... It's all fucked up. Our <laughs> microphone got all unplugged, and so it's all messed up. But So the white noise in the background in half of the episode, really sorry about that. We failed. Yeah, we really fucked it up. But we really hope you guys did like this episode. Hopefully it was informative. Yes, love, peace, space, and weed. We space love you. And weed.